you know, not many athletes have died and come back to life. I mean, we're looking at a select few list here. We're looking at guys, Jesus died, came back to life. And then I can't really think of another one of an athlete. Um, Alex Hamlin. And the Niners missed the playoffs. That's my take. This is so Homer. Oh, my God. Uh, no way. <laughs> come on. Yes. I've got the commanders over the Eagles. That, no, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Hello, everyone. We made it. Football is here. Football is back. The NFL is back, and we're here to break it all down. Welcome back to the Show Me Show podcast. Um, this is episode... I don't remember what it is, but it's the NFL preview episode. So that's all that matters. We're going to break down um, all the divisions, give our playoff picks, and you know, ultimately Super Bowl winners and um, MVP. I think we're going to do that too. I, I'll be honest, I'm not prepared for that at all. But uh, yeah, let's let's talk some ball, Cam. The NFL is finally here. Um, oh, I I forgot. At the end, we're going to do our picks too. Our Week One picks. And then I think we'll explain it later, but we're going to give uh, betting lock totals too. But we'll explain that later in the show. A little competition at the end. And uh, Cam, what are your thoughts on football being back? Well, Lucas, um, last week was probably the first real Saturday of it being back, uh, at least college football. Um, obviously, we had the preview episode. Um and uh, I'm not going to lie, my roommates left, so I was just left alone in the apartment. And it just became a football dormitory uh, where I had three TVs going um, of all just college football, uh, Colorado, TCU, Fresno State, Purdue, and uh, Iowa, Utah State on the other TV. You know, just grinding ball, missing ball, loving ball. Um, and I was so glad it was back. I really missed it. And, uh, and the best thing about Labor Day weekend, Luke, is not only do you have football, uh, Thursday, which I went to the Mizzou game, they, uh, clamped down on South Dakota, which was nice. Uh, nice to see, put up more points than we both expected. Um, but not just that, uh. I predicted 41, so not... Oh, did you? I thought you said 34. I couldn't remember if you said 34 or 40-something. No, 41. Um, Anyway, uh, so we had football Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and uh, which leaves us only two days without football. We're recording this on Wednesday. It'll be out Thursday. Um, Only two days without football. And that's just so perfect. It's just enough time to recover and uh, regroup for the big one. Yeah, uh, which it gets you some life stuff. Exactly. It gives you a second to breathe before uh, you jump into Thursday night football where uh, Lions and uh, Chiefs and basically uh, whatever happens in this game will just over-exaggerate to no end until uh, both of these teams play again in week two. Um and, you know, after Thursday night football, you get that dosage of NFL being back, and it's just running through your blood. And then by Sunday, you just can't wait to sit down and watch seven hours of football with Scott Hansen, and uh, you're just rooting for the Hansen. And uh, I'm just glad it's back, Luke. It's literally the best oh. time of the year. It's the I'm best so time excited. of the year. Yeah. It's – I mean, you're, now that you're, like, settled into school and – 
the fall weather is kicking in. It's getting a little colder. It just, it's all coming together right now. And, uh, but yeah, let's talk some ball. Uh, you want to start off with the AFC or the NFC? We got a little bit of both um, going in the Thursday night game, a little interleague, interconference matchup, if you will. Um, oh, that's a beautiful sound. That yeah, it was. It was too. a beautiful sound. Um, it should, it definitely should. Um, I think we should start off in the AFC. Uh, I think we should start off with a banger here, AFC East action. Let's just jump on into maybe the most, possibly the most confusing division in all of football this year. Um, in terms of, it is just a toss up. There's just three really, really, really good teams. Um, on the eye test, obviously we haven't really seen what the Jets, Uh, in this new system is going to look like. But via the eye test and hard knocks, it looks like they should be pretty good. Um, But, yeah, you know, and maybe the worst team in this division is somehow Bill Belichick's New England Patriots. And you know that they're not going to put out the worst product. You know, they're probably at least going to be sub-500, you would expect. Um, And that's why they're... Yeah, and that's why this conference is just so crazy because the other three teams, I mean, their expectations are through the they're through the roof a little bit. Um, two of them playoff teams, uh, Jets expected playoff team this year by a lot of people. Um, looking to see if Tua can survive a full season via uh, you know his brain making yeah, it through being, the whole season, not being concussed. Yeah, and. Uh, seeing if Josh Allen can finally get it done in the playoffs because thus far he has not. Um, and then you have, uh, to some people, the GOAT, Aaron Rodgers, in a new city um, and looking to see what he can do. So uh, let's just jump into it, Luke. Let's let's see here. Yeah. Uh, What's your division? Talk your... win total here first? Or just um, a pure winner of the division? I think we just go with division order and then we'll do win totals. When we evaluate the team specifically, um, what's your order here? Who you got winning? I still have the Bills winning it. Um, I just came to this conclusion like yesterday. Uh, I just think they didn't lose as much as the media is saying or making it feel like they lost. I feel like, um, and I just I, I, they had such a good year last year. They just. You know, they had some weird stuff happen, obviously. DeMar died um, while he's back. Um, And then they just kind of got throttled by the Bengals, who are just a much more experienced um, playoff team, it felt like it. It looked like it as well. Um, And that's kind of why I feel like they actually still have the most there to put out the best product. Now, this is also going to heavily rely on Who's the most healthy, obviously, at the end of the season? I think oh, that's what it's going yeah. to come down to Everything. in this division um, because the division is so deep. Um, but I feel like the Bills might have some sneaky depth, and I think that's why they're actually going to finish at the top. Um, right behind them, I do have the Jets, and then I have the Dolphins, and then I have the Patriots. Um, so uh, pretty bold sticking the Patriots at the bottom, but that's just how crazy good this division is. So. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be kind of like the AL East in baseball this year, where like the Yankees are 500, but they're in last place in the division. I feel like that's kind of how the Patriots are going to be. They're going to be seven and ten, eight and nine, maybe even nine and eight, but they're just going to come in last. Um, 
I had the same thing. I I'm, I was tempted to put the Dolphins in last because I'm I'm just not big on the Dolphins this year. Um, although Vic, they do have Vic Fangio now as their defensive coordinator, which you know if you know anything about Vic Fangio, one of the best D coordinators in the game. So I mean that that's definitely going to help their defense, I would imagine. But I mean I just I I don't know. I, they're they just don't have a spark for me. Um, the Jets are in second. I think they have the talent to compete for first, but their schedule is going to be a little bit difficult out of the gate. I think they're going to be a little slow rolling out of the gate. They're going to finish strong. People are going to be talking about them in the playoffs, but I mean, yeah, I, I got the same order as you. Um, you talked about the Bills. FanDuel Sportsbook, which is what we're going to be using for all the odds here, win totals. Ten and a half is the Bills' win total. Um, I think that's an easy over for me. I know that they have the toughest schedule in this division. They have to play all those teams, you know, six times or whatever. And they have to play all, you know, the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Jags, all those teams they got to play. But, I mean, this is, it's the 10 and a half. You're telling me that they don't go at least 11 and six. I I would find that hard. I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you that. They had one of the toughest schedules last year. And they did just fine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, once they got to the playoffs, shit hit the fan. But they had one of the toughest schedules last year as well, and they did just fine. Got there over. Um, so yeah, I think they'll be over ten and a half again as well. But look, what? And this is kind of just goes into the fact of uh, things that we always wonder once football season comes around. Is you know all three sports books have them at ten and a half, and it's just like. What does Vegas know that we don't? Exactly. You know, it's an age-old question. Tempting um, me. It's a little frightening when all three have the same number. Um, but it's like, Yeah, it's like uh, the NFL gave him the script for the year, and it's like Josh Allen blows out his knee week three. And they're like, oh, ten and a half. We can get a lot of money off this. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, if this team stays healthy, there's there's no way they take the under. In that. Like, if their big yeah. guys stay healthy, that – they have to go over. Um, the Jets are at nine and a half. Um, I think if you have them in the playoffs, you almost have to take that over. Yep. Um, and I do. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's – you can't take the over on every team. I know you want to because you're like, oh, I'm in, I'm in. But, I mean, this is one – I think you have the over on this team too. Um, one thing I did notice from gathering all the odds, every single team is either 11 and a half or six and a half or in between, except for the Arizona Cardinals, which we'll get to that. But I mean, it's all pretty tightly combined, which is testament to the NFL. Um, Dolphins, nine and a half, same as the Jets. I have the under here. I have the over, but I think it's just going to be like, I think the Jets and the Dolphins are both going to be like around 10 and seven. Um, so, yeah. And how I have, I just looked at it again. I have the Patriots over as well, but it's just sitting at eight. You know, I think they're going to win eight games, you know? So, like, it's not yeah. like they're going You're way the over. division going over. I have the full division. I think this is a hell of a division. Okay. So, yes, Patriots, I have. Patriots at seven and a half. I mean, that's a damn good line for the Patriots. I have them winning seven games, so I'm going to take the under. Also, in this tough division, I think taking the under is the safe move here, although that's betting against Bill Belichick, which doesn't tend to be a good strategy. Um, but I'm doing it. I'm yeah, I'm I'm throwing out some wild takes this episode, and that's one of them. Um, not a Mac Jones guy. All right, let's move on to the AFC North next. Is that fun? 
your division, Cam. Yes, it is. Um, AFC North. Uh, I know we just slobbered on the East, but <laughs> year in and year out, this division has the potential to be the best division in football. And it looks like it could be that way. Once again, obviously heavily driven by the Bengals and the Ravens. Um, a lot of people have the Ravens as sleeping giants this year, as long as Lamar is healthy. Obviously, that's always a big <laughs> what if. Yeah. But uh, I don't – I just – look, this one's always super hard to predict because – Bloodbath. So bath. It's a bloodbath. The teams freaking hate each other. The fans hate each other. Um, it, it's kind of like the NFC East. The winner doesn't usually stay the same all too often. It, it kind of rotates around um, more frequently, more often than not. Um, I've got the Ravens winning the division this year, Luke. Um, and then I have the Bengals, and then I have the Steelers, and then I have the Browns. Um and I think the Steelers and Browns third and fourth place is going to come down to uh, probably uh, like a game against each other. I think one of them might sweep each other this year, oh. um, which is interesting to think about, I, uh, which means that the Steelers would have to get a win on the Brownie, the elf field, which <laughs> is it's not likely, but I'm going to throw it out there. So I got once again, I got Ravens first, Bengals second, Steelers third, Browns fourth. Uh, I got uh, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, and Browns. And I th- the Bengals I'm high on. We'll get to that later in the playoff talk. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. I think it's I think it's the year of of the Burrow. Um, so, I, I, I mean, this is their window right now. This is right before they're going to have to pay a bunch of guys. I think they win the division. The Ravens, I think, are going to have a really good year. But, I mean, it's there's there's some question marks there for me. That it's like there's a lot of unproven stuff with the you know there's a lot of new people in the Ravens and that that can work really well. It typically takes a little bit to get started though early in the year. Um, and then the Steelers, I mean, I think people are actually kind of respecting them this year where they weren't last year. Kenny Pickett showed flashes in the in the preseason. Um, yeah. Mike Tomlin, as we know, always gets a winning record always. Um, so I think that the the Steelers eight and a half line should be easy for almost every single gambler out there. <laughs> you know, take that over. Um, and then the Browns. Um, this is this is a, this is a conversation that we all need to have. Why are we believing in Deshaun Watson? There's a lot of Deshaun Watson believers out there, and I simply I don't understand why you are believing in him. I mean, this guy is he's a predator. I mean, he he took advantage of many many people dozens of women he took advantage of and the nfl suspended him 11 games and browns fans now that he's back are out there having his back they're actually embracing his creepiness you know with the bringing in the massage you know the statue or whatever that they bring in um it's it's a little disturbing to me and it makes me not want to root for them you know the browns are a very rootable team you know they're they're Cleveland. They're kind of small town. Oh. They have they have no success. Well, as a Steelers fan, I get where that's coming from. But from you know a non biased standpoint, I'm I'm telling you right now, the Browns front office, what they did to Baker Mayfield was horrible. I mean, it was just disgusting. 
it's disgusting what they did to Baker Mayfield. What's more and, gross, what they did to Baker or Deshaun? I think it's. I think that can be grouped in the same thing that they pushed out Baker Mayfield, the guy who brought their franchise from the shitter. Let's remind this. This franchise was zero sixteen, not that long before they drafted Baker Mayfield, and he brought them. He won a playoff game against the Steelers. Almost brought them to the AFC Championship. Um, they were close to beating the Chiefs in that game with Chad Henney, Chad Hennessy. Um, but and then they just kicked him. He had one bad year where he was injured. He had a torn labrum. He played through it with his guts, left it on the field, and they just kicked Got him out. out coach and they traded multiple first round picks for him. So for that reason, I am big on the Browns under nine and a half. Um, I think I think that's just the respectable thing to do. You know, you got to root against them. Um, <laughs> it's the humane thing to do. It's and when you look at it, Luke, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And I just want to point this out. Um, you're talking about unbiased uh, person looking on the Browns franchise. Um, I think. What has happened here just in the past couple of years is you're finally getting to see the true colors of the Browns fans come out. And I, you know, I obviously I'm going to hate them no matter what, but I think it's, it's nice to see some other people around the league being like, wow, we've got some real ass hats over in Cleveland cheering on the Brownies. So uh, that's, that's nice to see it. They're finally showing their true colors. Um, so yeah. Uh, Win totals, I've got um, Steelers going over as well. Yep. Browns under, and I think the Browns only win like six games, um, which may sound harsh, but I just – it's kind of given me the Kaepernick effect with Deshaun Watson. I know he played <laughs> at the end of the season last year, but like he's barely played football. And you know how we're always like – even if Kaepernick was to get signed to a team, he'd be ass because he just hasn't been in the league in so long. Um, it's starting to give me that kind of vibe with Deshaun Watson because he just hasn't played. Um, so I yeah. got the Browns going under. Um, honestly, I have the Ravens going under, and I have the Bengals going under. But the Bengals going under, I have them at 11-6. and six, So um, I just Wait, don't so think they're going to win 12 games. You have the Ravens going under 10 and a half? No, no, no. I said the Ravens over, but the Bengals going under. But the Bengals are probably still going to go. No, I'm sorry. Ravens over. Bengals under. Bengals are going to go probably like 11 and 6. Ravens, I think they could shoot for the stars. So there we go. I have the Bengals over 11 and a half, which is a little risky. That's a lot. But uh, yeah, Bengals over and Ravens under. So split that division pretty evenly. Um,. AFC West. I think this one we can we can make it pretty quick here. There's not a lot of storylines. The Chiefs are really good. Um, they have Patrick Mahomes. They have some stuff going into Thursday night, which we'll talk about maybe when we get to the picks um, with Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. The Raiders are ass. Um, they're going to be god awful this year, um, respectfully. I mean, their organization is in complete shambles. <laughs> And once again, it's one of those things like the Browns pushed out Baker Mayfield. What they did to him was disgusting. What the Raiders did to Rich Bisaccia, disgusting. And for, for that reason, I'm happy that they're on their downfall right now. So um, Chargers are going to be good. Um, and Broncos. So I got the Chiefs 11 and a half. I think you have to take that over. It's just, I mean, it's, just, it's Patrick Mahomes. You can't bet against that man. 
I mean, 12 and five is, is what he needs. So I got, I got the chiefs one, the chargers two, Broncos three Raiders four. I think that's a pretty standard, um, the Chargers, I have going over their nine and a half as well. And here's my take on the Chargers. I think they're going to be the last undefeated team this year. Um, I looked at their schedule. They got a pretty easy first few games. They actually, they, they're helped out with this take because they have a bye week five. So I think they're going to start off the year seven and oh, maybe even eight and oh. Um, and everyone's going to be like, oh, the Chargers are for real this year. And then they're going to start charging. They're going to get injured like they always do. And, you know, they'll maybe go to get three or four wins the second half of the year. They'll be a wild card team and they'll lose first round. You know, that's the most charger thing I think they can do. But that is my take on it. I think they'll be the, the last undefeated team. Okay. Um, I got a few things to sprinkle in here. I kind of forgot to do them earlier when we were talking about the Jets uh, and the Patriots. But I think I can wrap around with that at the end. Um I've got the Chiefs winning the division, Luke. Uh, I think it's pretty mm-hmm. set in stone for me. Um, it's kind of just like clockwork every year. Um, even when you doubt them, like this year, uh, once again, uh, Travis Kelsey's hyperextended his knee at practice the other day. Not great. Um, just a setback that the team doesn't really need. Don't doubt um, him. Chris, Chris Jones, uh, his dick fell out at the combine. If you remember that, Luke. Um, That's true. It doesn't really play into effect on what's going on right now. They just haven't reached a contract agreement, but I'd just like to point that his dick fell out at the combine every once in a while. Um, but, Funny you know, we always doubt the Chiefs, and they always they always won the division, Luke. It's been like five years in a row. Um, I do have the Broncos finishing second. Russ is back. Uh, oh, wow. This is probably one of the takes I feel – least confident in but i'm gonna (laughs) stick with it because it's kind of fun it's just kind of fun to be like that the broncos are kind of back and back in the playoff mix uh i like colorado i want to move there i have family out there i want the broncos to kind of be a little bit back um i think they're gonna have about the same record as the chargers though so i got i guess we're doing betting odds here for win totals chiefs over um broncos over over eight and a half Yes, over eight and a half. I, I Chargers think nine that, and a half. I don't know about the Chargers at nine and a half. It All just right. worries me every year. They just get so hurt. Um, yeah, and that, that defense okay. always gets so hurt. I'm gonna take like the Yankees of the the AFC or the NFL. Excuse me. I you know I will take the. They're going to go 10 and 7, Luke, I think. I don't know how many 10 and 7 teams I have, but I think they're going to go 10 and 7. Um, Game of Raiders the under. Now, here. Yeah, I have the whole league going 10 Every and 7. Every team. Um, 10 and 7. Raiders at 6.5. I'm taking the under. Now, I do have to sprinkle this in here. Um, before the show started, I asked for Ron's takes on the show. Uh, the first one that pertains to the AFC West is just Chiefs no repeat. And uh, he didn't say that about the division. He just said the Super Bowl. He just says teams don't repeat anymore. Um, which, sure. you know what? Sure, that's a valid take. Um, this is the one take I was a little uh, shocked by, uh, if you will, Lucas. Um, Raiders make the playoffs because of Jimmy G. 
Ron says he's just a straight winner. Um, Damn. And he wins everywhere he goes. He's very handsome. And he's very hot, yes. Um, So, yeah, that's Ron's biggest take of the NFL season is that the Raiders will be making the playoffs. So, Ron has the over on the Raiders' win total. I have the under. I hate that. I I wish the worst on the Raiders. Um, one is Ron, like uh, Ron also would like to point out that Jimmy G is like three and zero against Aaron Rodgers. Um, so yeah, I like to see the stats. Ron has them making the playoffs. There you go. All right, yeah, that's a, that's definitely a take. That's a it's a take. I mean, this if the Raiders line was under, or, or if the Raiders line was four and a half, I'd still take the under. I they're going to be awful. I mean, granted, Devontae Adams is a very good player. Everyone else kind of – I mean, Josh Jacobs, good player. Running backs kind of undervalued in today's. Everyone else kind of sucks. And Josh McDaniels, really bad. He really sucks. Um, that's – I'm so out on the Raiders. Yeah, yeah they're going to be And so Chandler bad. Jones. Did you see the whole Chandler Jones thing? Yeah. And being super pissed off at the front office and head coach for locking him out of the team gym. That was actually pretty crazy, all the stuff he was saying about that. But uh, deleted posts, um, so yeah. But Yeah, I mean, when you're treating a veteran, maybe Hall of Famer like that, that's uh, that just shows the Raiders true colors. They're a terrible franchise. Um, so yeah, I think I got the Chiefs over 11 and a half, Chargers over 9 and a half, Broncos under 8 and a half, and Raiders under 6 and a half. And uh, AFC South. AFC South. Um, it, it got quiet because we don't care about this division. Um, I, whoever wins is irrelevant. Uh, and and people are high on the Jags this year. The Jags are going to be very. They're going to be the talk of this division because the Texans and Colts are really bad. Titans are still kind of hanging around, but their roster is really flawed. So the Jags are the clear favorite in this division. And I mean, they, I want to pick them, but it's just I don't. It's I can't pick the Jags to repeat. I famously, after week three last year, declared them division champions. And it actually, in a miraculous way, turned out to be true. Um, but this year, I mean, the Jags are just one of those franchises that are just cursed. And it's hard for me to pick them to win the division two years in a row. And uh, for that, <sighs> God, I don't want to. Cam, you go first. I got to think about this if I want to say this or not. <laughs> Okay, well, first off, uh, just to, before I get my nuggets off, I'd like to point out Ron's take. One of Ron's few takes that he gave me for the show. Um, he just said, Jaguar's not going to be nearly as good as everyone thinks. I agree. Um, which is interesting because I thought Ron was always kind of just like pro-jagging off throughout his football fandom life because uh, he did call the the year that they uh, – should have went to the Super Bowl. He called it during preseason. Uh, and that was like one of the greatest uh, calls I've ever seen from my dad was predicting the Jaguars uh, to go on a deep playoff run that year. Well, he uh, says it's not going to be the greatest call from your dad and it didn't even happen. That's that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even happen. Um, but uh, here we go. Uh, yeah, I – you know what, Luke? I think the Jaguars are still going to win the division. Um, I've got them winning the division. 
I've got, uh, I just think it's just like a tale as old as time. I think Vrabel is going to have him right there in the picture at the very end, which is crazy because I think they're going to be ass this year. Um, but they're going to be right there at have the same wins. time. Um, <laughs> so what's, what's their win total here? Their win total is seven and a half. They're going to go over. I think they might win eight or nine games. Jags, I'm going to take the under on that. Uh, I think they'll win like nine games. Colts and Texans. So who's going to finish last in this division? Well, it's going to probably be the, the – oh, shit, man. Who is it going to be? I think it's going to be the Texans. Uh, I think they're going to finish last. Colts are going to get third. And it's going to be quite the race for last place in that division, I think. Um, but at the same time, I think both of these teams may have hit on their quarterbacks. Um, I kind of really like AR-15. And the reason why I really do is uh, a similar thing to why I always loved Dennis Gates when he became the when he became the head basketball coach at Mizzou, he's kind of just a football nerd. Um, that And that's what everybody's reporting is that he's a football nerd. Sometimes it doesn't work out. There's a lot of backup quarterbacks in the NFL. About Anthony Richardson? Yes, AR-15. Uh, I thought um, you were talking about C.J. Stroud for a second. I was like, wait, didn't he get like a terrible IQ score or something like that? But I'm not talking about – I'm not okay. – hold on. I'll get to the Stroud boy here in a second. Okay. AR-15 actually might be smart – and studies his ass off, according to everybody in the front office and around the team. And I really like that. I think because even if he has a mid to very below mid first season, just like Peyton Manning uh, did as a Colt, when you study like that, you're just bound to get better and learn from your mistakes. So uh, uh, I really like him. And he's just such a great athlete. Uh, he's bound to do some good things at the NFL level. And then uh, the Texans, yeah, I have them finishing last. I think Stroud can do it. But the thing is, Stroud kind of reminds me of Haskins mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, they're just they – were, they were very, very good. Don't get me wrong. Stroud was good for two years, two full years. Well, the COVID year wasn't a full year, but he was damn good that year. Um, and Haskins was only one year. Well, it's kind of the same. Do I think Straub was the better prospect? Yes. Obviously, that's why he went much higher in the draft. But I think it could be similar. Um, now, I don't think Haskins got the nod at the beginning of the season, and Stroud is. So it's going to give him more time to work out the kinks. Um, but I don't think Stroud is going to have a good year, and it, people are actually going to be questioning it um, as we go forward. I think they need to add more around him before – he do, ever does anything productive. Um, I mean, that roster is just depleted. Do we like the head coach? Yes. Um, and we think he might be able to do good things. But as of right now, I just – I don't think uh, he's going to be able to do anything. Um, so I'm going to take Colts under, Texans under. Uh, I had Jags under, and I had Titans over. So there you go. Um, but Jags win the division. Yeah, I, I have all that – the same stuff and you know what the hell i'm just gonna throw out some some takes here all right titans win the division jags wildly underperform uh which i i hate because i like doug peterson i like trevor lawrence a lot but it's the jags they're gonna they're gonna jag somehow and uh 
not off either. They're not going to jag off. Colts under six and a half finish last in the division. They're going to be awful. Um, Anthony Richardson's going to have a very bad first year, which I hate saying because I didn't know that he was like a nerd, like a student of the game. And now that you said that, I'm like, I, I kind of want to get back in on him. But I, you know what? I'm sticking to my guns here. And Texans actually finished third. Um, I think it's in spite of Steve J. Stroud, though. Um, I'm, I disagree with you completely. Like when you said both these teams hit on their quarterbacks, I think both of them missed on the quarterbacks. Um, so Texans under six and a half, Colts under six and a half, Jags under nine and a half, and Titans over seven and a half, but not by much. And uh, I do think Will Levis will be the starting quarterback leading this team into the playoffs. That's a take, too. Um, Big Will Levis guy now. You bring up a good point about the Stroud boy. I kind of want to walk that back here. Uh, I did say I thought they both hit. And I, I think in my mind, I think Stroud can be good, like I said. But he, he's going to need like so much time. Because like I said, they don't have shit around him. And yeah. he's dumb as a box of rocks, as far as we know. Uh, and that might be disrespectful to rocks. Uh, so <laughs> it's like when you imagine Michael Orr being like in the in the Blind Side <laughs> movie. What Michael Orr appeared to be in that movie—that's what C.J. Stroud is in real life. He's just a dumbass. Yes, it's it's kind of sad. Um, not a good look for the prestigious the Ohio State University. Um, but and I, like I said, I just Anthony Richardson. I also don't think he's going to have a. I don't think he's going to have a good passing season. I really don't. Um, he wasn't that great of a passer at Florida, but I think he's, he's different. I think he's going to work, work at it, um, in different ways. And, uh, just like Peyton Manning had an awful first year, but Peyton Manning was still a hell of a passer. Don't get me wrong. He's way better passer than, uh, Anthony Richardson was coming out of school. But I just think Anthony Richardson got it to, uh, to improve on his game over the next few years. Um, obviously, they are going to lose Jonathan Taylor here at some point as well. So I guess that can yeah. factor into what you're saying as well. Um, yeah. So I think they're going to they're going to struggle. And they got a first year head coach that I don't know. Vrabel's my guy. Yep. Going back to the drawing board with that. So yeah. All right. We we took a little longer on the AFC, but that's kind of deserved. Um, but real quick before we move on to the NFC. Playoffs, like what? What's your seedings here? We'll talk playoffs later, but give me the seedings. Oh man, you dumped that one on me. Uh, I can go first if you're not ready. I'll probably go Bills, Chiefs, Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Ravens. Jags, because you have to do it like that. Um, and then I'm going to go Jets. I'm sorry, Bengals, Jets. And then Dolphins. Okay. Um, I got Bengals, one. I got the Bills, two. I got the Chiefs at three. Um, that might be... That might come back to hurt me, but whatever. Chiefs at three, Titans at four. Um, give me the Chargers at five, the Ravens at six, and the Jets at seven. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, 
Both Steelers, of those fun playoffs. Steelers just missed the playoffs again. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, but yeah, NFC, we'll get to the playoffs later. NFC East, do you want to do that? Start off with a bang here? The Beast? Starting off with the freaking Beast, yeah. Um, best best division in football last year? It may have still... Would you say yeah. this was the best division? Yeah, yeah I would say yeah. too. Um, I think they're going to be just as back, Luke. Um, All right. Some of these win totals are actually kind of shocking here. Um, I think we might see... Whew, they just have such a damn good roster, though. Um, so I do... I will take the... Oh, man, but there's the factor of same team that doesn't always win it twice. You know, they just don't. Um, I think this is the year that they do, though. Uh, Eagles, I'm going to take the over on 11 and a half. Um, but just in terms of order, Eagles, uh, fuck it. I'm going to go Commanders, uh, Cowboys, Giants. I'm not. All I'm right. riding high on my boy. I'm riding high on my boy. All right, you're riding high. I'm riding higher. I got the commanders finishing first, buddy. That's right. Fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> I've been on this one for a while. I've been I've been containing this take for the longest time. Um, the the commanders they are on all time high vibes right now. Dan Snyder just sold the team. Um, they got Josh Harris coming in. Eric Bieniemy coming in from the Chiefs. They have the Chiefs' offensive system now. I'm obviously not the whole system because Andy Reid's still there. But Eric Bieniemy, Josh Harris. I mean, two most important parts. The only downside is Ron Rivera. I don't think is like a great head coach, but he's good enough to not tank the team. I guess if that makes sense. I'm on the Howell band. The Howell, Sam Howell. I I think he's gonna have a great year. I mean, this offense is so good. The receivers are so good. I. I'm huge on the receiving core and their defense. I mean, it's got some questions for sure, but if everything turns out, it's going to be great. And the only reason I don't put the Eagles first, because I mean, obviously the Eagles are the most talented team, maybe in all of the NFL. No team wins this division two years in a row. I mean, if you go back, like my entire life, there's been a new division winner every single year. The Eagles got really lucky with injuries last year. They're probably going to get a little bit of the injury bug this year. I would imagine. It's hard to predict that stuff, but I'm calling it right now. They're getting a little bit of injury bug. They finished second. Um, God, the 11 and a half. I might have to take the under on that, though. And then... Yeah, I feel like you have to if you don't have them winning the division. Yeah. Cowboys third. Giants fourth. Giants seven and a half. I'll take the under. It's tough. I think they'll finish just under. I think they'll be a, a competitive team, but I think... I'm not. I really hated that Daniel Jones contract. I don't think they should have signed him to that much money. See, we both have them at in Doug last year in the division. I don't I can't but I can't actually put my finger on why we both have them at Doug last. I mean, they just had a great season. Um fluky, don't get me wrong, very fluky, but Dable somehow did it. And it's not like did they lose that much? I mean, the defense is just getting old. Uh no. you know, more experience and they really didn't lose anybody on offense because they, they got Saquon back they got Darren Waller too um, yes, which they I got Darren Waller. overrating that that acquisition a little bit I think I mean he's good but he's not like he's no Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews you know he's he's a solid tight end but he's not like a superhuman guy 
Um, so yeah, under there, Cowboys nine and a half. I think, I think I take the over. Um, I think them and the Eagles are going to be close, and then obviously over on the Commanders. Um, but yeah, I think the Eagles and Cowboys both yeah. make the playoffs. Okay, yeah, I don't think I gave mine. Um, but I got Eagles over, Commanders over. Uh, Cowboys under nine and eight, and uh, Giants over eight wins, eight and nine, maybe eight, eight and one to be honest. Okay, so you got so very competitive once again. Yeah, this this is easily a division that could possibly get three teams in. It's yeah, kind I of think a weeks this year, if you ask me. So, um, yeah. NFC North. This is obviously the Lions are heavy favorites in this one. Um, I don't know about heavy favorites, but they're favorites. Um, I find it's it's hard to put them because you know it's just like the Jags or the Jets. You know they're they're the Lions. Um, but I, I I'm so in on Dan Campbell. He's such a good coach, um, and the players seem to love him. And I mean, really, when you're talking about least flawed team in this division, it's probably the Lions. Um, their over under is nine and a half, which if you have them winning the division, you're probably taking the over on that, I would imagine. Um, then I got the Packers finishing second, which might be wishful thinking, but I also have the over on their seven and a half. And then Vikings eight and a half. Give me the under. Their defense is terrible. Their offense is going to be fine. Their offense is going to be electric, but their defense is just so bad. And that's the same reason I'm out on the Bears and taking the under seven and a half. Um, I think Justin Fields is a fine quarterback. Uh, I think he's going to be a beast in fantasy this year. But, I mean, team, people are overrating this Bears team. I mean, Justin Fields is fine, but they're talking about maybe a dark horse MVP candidate. That is a crazy thing to say. They did get DJ Moore. Um, he's He's all right. You know, he's a good receiver. I I don't think he's, you know, a clear number one guy. Or at least he hasn't been the last few years. And their defense has got awful too. So that's the one thing about the Packers. They they have arguably, not arguably, they do have the second best defense in this division. And they have maybe the best offensive line. The Lions, you could argue that too. But, I mean, when you talk about the nitty-gritty positions, the Packers are actually pretty good and... I don't know. A lot of this depends on Jordan Love not sucking, but we're big believers in the Jordan Love zip. So, yeah, give me that. So, yeah, over Lions and Packers, um, under Bears Vikings. I, I like it. I think it's pretty well sound what you just said. Um, one of Ron's takes here that he fired off, he just said, uh, Lions make the playoffs but are not as unreal as people think they're going to be. Um so I'm guessing he's thinking like ten and seven. Uh, so that's, that's going to be good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, um, Luke. I don't know what to tell you except that I have zip uh, winning the division. Uh, so I have the over on the Packers. I don't like that. I have the Lions coming in second. Um, and then I have the Bears coming in third and Vikings coming in last. And I feel like that's a take. Uh, I think it's certainly a take um, because the Vikings, you know, I feel like 
yeah, they didn't really do a whole lot in the offseason, but I feel like they didn't do enough to go warrant them going all the way to last place. Um, I think this is a weak division that I think people are very underestimating the Packers. Um, and why do I say that? Because I still think their defense is solid. Um, and I'm a big believer in Jordan Love. I I think he has zip. I think he's figured it out some, and I think it might take a couple weeks, and then I think that's all it's going to take, and he's going to be just fine, and they're going to win just enough games to win the division, get in the playoffs, get uh, wrecked probably because they're probably going to play a team that should have won their division that didn't and then just get demolished at home. But but they're going to make the playoffs year one with Jordan Love. Um, and then I had uh, Lions at second, and I think they might be able to sneak in as well. Um, and Dan Campbell's not going to be happy with that result, though, of not winning the division, though, but getting getting into the playoffs is what really matters. Um, Bears and uh, Vikings, I really don't know. Uh, that's why I threw them down at the bottom. Bears 7.5. I don't think they're going to win eight games, so I guess I'll take the under. And obviously, same with the Vikings. Uh I think Justin Fields takes a step forward, but Luke, I don't think it's that big of a step to where people are like, uh, yeah, he's definitely the guy going forward. I think next year it's like all or nothing for this kid. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's just make a decision on his contract too. at the end of the yeah, year. Like that's just my thoughts on it. I think he's going to take a step forward. They're supplying him with the, the stuff to help him take that step forward. I don't know if it's, as big of a step as they need um, to make a true playoff push. And the Packers, Luke, I think people forget. um, Obviously, I don't think you forget because you're a fan of the team, but you have a lot of guys on that roster with playoff experience. Um, They know what it takes to get to the playoffs. And I think those guys that know what it takes to get to the playoffs are going to sit back and try and help uh, Jordan Love lead the team and get them back to the playoffs. They know the formula. Let's help the young guy uh, plug in the numbers so we can get there. Um, so, and like I said, I'm just a believer in Jordan Love. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited this year as a Packers fan. Um, obviously, you know, we, we miss Aaron. He was probably my favorite quarterback ever, probably will be my favorite quarterback ever. But without the expectations this year of going to a Super Bowl, you know, we've had those for the last – three, four years of going to a Super Bowl. We don't have that this year. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of young guys. And that mix just, it just, it's a perfect season. You know, we might have a lot of fun. And if we don't, then it's okay. You know, it's, it's a stepping stone season. But so that, that makes me a little excited for this year. Um, NFC West. Uh, the this is kind of ass. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, this this one has probably the worst team in football with the Cardinals. Their over-under is four and a half, and, I mean, I'm taking the under. I, I think they're all out tank, tanking. That's the reason why. I think if they win more than four and a half games, which if they win five or more games, I think it's a failure for them. I think they're trying to lose this year. I mean, their number one overall pick, they just signed to a long-term deal. Kyler Murray, he's out for at least half the year. I would imagine he's probably out the whole year. He just, you know, fully recovers, gets ready for the next year. Um, and outside of, you know, they really, 
I mean, Marquise Brown is their number one receiver. They're really bad. So I think under four and a half is a huge lock. And then the Rams, six and a half. I, I know when we were doing the wheel spins, I was high on them. I've, I've kind of regressed. They're just, they're kind of old. They're kind of falling apart and uh, under six and a half in third place. Seahawks, eight and a half. <sighs> I like Geno. I, their team's not bad, but eight and a half. I've taken too many overs. I have to take this under. And uh, Niners at 10. and You know what? I'm, I'm changing this right now. Seahawks win the division. They're going over. Niners go under 10 and a half. Um, I've been... I've been on the 49ers Reddit a lot um, in in the recent weeks. And the 49ers fans do not like Kyle Shanahan. I'll just put that out there. I know we kind of respect him as like a great offensive-minded coach. 49ers fans hate him. They think he's a terrible head coach. They think he's a good play caller, terrible head coach. And I'm kind of seeing it. And they have a lot of uncertainty at the quarterback position. Um. You know, Brock Purdy, is he going to be, can he repeat what he did last year? They're a very talented team. Don't get me wrong. Um, They might even sneak in as a wild card. (laughs) Sneak in. (laughs) I find that funny. But yeah, under 10 and a half, you got to have some takes coming into this football season. And uh, that's one of them. Seahawks win. I just don't, I don't know. What did Brock? Purdy put on tape that makes people think at all that he can't repeat what he did in that offense. That's what I don't get. I'm not saying he's a world-beater quarterback at all. I'm just saying he didn't do a damn thing that makes me believe that he can't repeat what he did. Even the injury that he had, it's not an injury that changes your career trajectory forever. It's just not. That's why I think that they'll be just fine. People that don't think Kyle Shanahan's a good coach, I I wholeheartedly disagree with them. I mean, the players love them. This is people that watch every single minute of every single game that are saying this, that he's not a good coach. I think it's largely – I'll say it because I think he's not clutch. I think he's a terrible clutch coach. I can agree with that. I can maybe – yeah, he's struggled in the biggest moments of his career. Um Dating, you know, all the way back, obviously, to the Falcons. Um, but I, I I don't think there's much uncertainty at the quarterback position. I really don't. Because if there was, then we'd probably be looking at Sam Darnold as the starter. And because Sam Darnold has really improved these past two years. And he's the number two man. And if you have the ability to where you feel fine with trading away Trey Lance, um, which that's on Kyle Shanahan. I think they, although I think Kyle Shanahan back in the day, he they he really wanted Mac Jones, um, and Luke. I hate to be that guy, but if Mac Jones was probably on this team, he'd probably be really really damn good, um, yeah, because he could just be fat, um, and just you know not have to move around that much. Could be fat and just sling it a little bit. So and maybe even um, be a little fat. Yeah, and probably be somewhat fat in San Francisco, which is kind of rare. Um, but yeah. Very beautiful people, very beautiful city. Now, one thing I will say about their fans, and growing up, I never liked San Francisco. I never did. I thought what they did to the Packers growing up was borderline war crimes. Um, it was and war I crimes. just never liked I just never liked PTSD. them. Uh, I was never a fan of them, rooted against them very hard when the Ravens played them against in the Super Bowl. And their fans are just menacing. Um 
They, uh, they're kind of mean. I, I think you're kind of seeing this if you're diving into the Reddit. They're kind of vicious online, uh, some of which you just don't really expect. It's like it's like they build up all this anger. They they don't display it out and about in the beautiful city of San Francisco. But as soon as they get to the goddamn stadium, it's just like a it's like a a bomb went off. Sometimes I mean fights in the stands, just saying unbelievably nasty things online and in person. Um, I don't know. I, I got the 49ers winning the division, Luke, but I do have. That's uh, safe. That's safe. <laughs> as we, we get back on, on track, track here. Um, as we get back on track, I've got the Niners winning the division. Um, I think, I think Brock Purdy's the guy. I'll just say it. I think Brock Purdy's the guy in that system. I don't think that's a tough, tough thing to analyze. Um, and one of the great things about Brock Purdy being the guy in that system is all the other money you get to spend on other players because he's the last pick in the draft. Um, you don't have to pay him pretty much jack. Um, uh, obviously, I got the Seahawks coming in second. Uh, I will take Niners over. I will take Seahawks over. I will take Cardinals under and uh, – you know what? Fuck it. I'll take Rams over. I think they can win seven games. Um, do I think their roster's bad? Yeah. But guess what, Luke? They also have Sean McVay. Um, and he just went through one of the most painful seasons of his entire life. Um, probably one of the most worst years of his life. Um, and he's had a really great life, so he probably hated that to no <laughs> end. And I think he's going to fix it. I think he's going to fix it. Is it going to be fixed all the way? Probably not. Um probably fixed to third in the division. Um, he's just going to have to live with it, and we'll see what happens next year. Um, but he's going to fix it to some extent in terms of this because he's going to get the over here. Um, and Cardinals are going to go under, Luke, and uh, the Cardinals are going to tank, uh, like you said, and get the first pick, and they're probably going to sell that pick for an ungodly amount oh of God. assets. It would be so much. Um, it's going to be... It might be – now, I, I think I've said this before about other players that are supposed to go first. I think I said this, you know, about Bryce Young as well. Um, and don't get me wrong, the Bears got a damn good haul for it. Uh, they really did. But I think this is going to be maybe the most expensive uh, first pick ever in the history of the NFL. Um, I'd have to do my research, but in terms of recent memory – I think this is it. I mean, these guys think this guy is Mahomes and some. So, uh, and we're talking about Caleb Williams, obviously. And out, the Cardinals, uh, the Cardinals, obviously, they just named uh, Kyler Murray a team captain, a guy that's not even going to play this year. They named him a team captain. Um, so they're sticking with him. And honestly, I don't really blame them. Because you can get all these assets and keep Kyler Murray. And if you ask me, Luke, yes, do I think Kyler Murray has more potential coming out of college? Or I'm sorry, Caleb Williams having more potential out of college than Kyler Murray? Yes. The way they play is fairly similar. Um, Kyler Murray is built different in terms of he's much smaller. And uh, I'm not going to go into his physique and that one image that came out a couple weeks ago, but... Let's just say Caleb Williams is not that. Uh, has a much better build, but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is they can hold on to Kyler. They can hold on to Kyler. 
sell the most expensive pick and just hope that it works and hope that uh, they can build with what they get in return for that pick. And, hell, they can probably still have a pretty solid first-round pick um, even after they sell that pick. Uh, I think they'll keep them, which I actually I think is going to be a big problem. Um, I think they're <laughs> going to keep them all throughout this year because I think they're going to ask him to lose games, and he's going to be situation. like, "Okay, I'll pay I will games. do it. I will lose you games. I will lose you games." And he's probably like, he's going to go into games with his regular game plan. And he's going to look at his regular game plan and his game plan to lose the game. And he's going to find himself wondering, why are they so closely similar? Yeah, that's what I've been and, saying. Uh, as long regular game plan and be fine. <laughs> as long as the front office only sees his game plan to lose the games and not what his true game plan would be, um, I think he's going to have a job going into <laughs> next year. So, uh Hell you yeah. got to give it to him, you know, if he can if he can pull off the first pick. Obviously, it's tougher than people think. Obviously, uh, Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith wasn't able to do it. Uh, so, <laughs> there you go. Um, that's that's oh, the man. NFC West. Yeah, I, I mean, Gannon. They probably when he went in for his interview, he probably did the the pew 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 thing and. He was like, hey, guys, what's up? I'm going to win you some ball games. You know, and he probably came in and was so happy, and they looked at each other and was like, this is our guy to get us the number one pick. This, this is our guy. <laughs> um, that's probably why they hired him. Uh, but, yeah, that's a, a little off topic there. But let's get back to the NFC South here. This is – I imagine we go through this pretty fast. Um, this is <laughs> probably the worst division in football. Um People are picking the Saints to win this one. The Saints over-under is an unbelievable nine and a half. I cannot believe that. And that's without Jameis starting. I know that you're a big Jameis guy, um, but he's not starting. And they have Dennis Allen as their head coach, and he may be a terrorist. So um, this is an easy under for me, nine and a half. Falcons, eight and a half. Uh, I'm going to go under just because I think that there's only one team that goes over in this. If that, if that, they might all go under. Um, but yeah, I'll take the Falcons under. I'm not an Arthur Smith guy, and I'm not a Desmond Ritter guy. Um, I, and the Falcons just give off bad vibes. Panthers, seven and a half. I, I got the Panthers finishing first in this division. I've been on this one for a while. This is my D-backs pick of the NFL. Um Huge on Bryce. The Panthers were, were good last year. They were a solid team. They almost won the division um, with Sam Darnold as quarterback. Let's keep that in mind. They had one of the best defenses in terms of points allowed and yards allowed. Um, you know, they got a lot of those pieces coming back. Brian Burns, most notably. But on the offense, I mean, obviously they got they got Bryce Young. I'm I, I'm I'm a Bryceist. Um, I'm I'm huge on Bryce Young, as as everyone knows. And I think they win the division. The only problem here is Frank Reich is a bad vibes coach. So I struggled. But I think in spite of Frank Reich, I think he actually makes the offense better. Um, and I think they maybe go 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight and win the division. So that's over 7.5. And, and then Bucks 6.5. I'll, I'll take a courtesy under here. I could see them going over. I actually have the Bucks finishing second in this division. Um which, I mean, this is another bad vibes head coach. This whole division has just bad vibes head coaches. Um, Todd Bowles, I, 
he might get fired this year. Um, but yeah, I, I got the Saints third, the Falcons fourth, although I am a Bijan guy. But yeah, under on everyone except the Panthers. Oh. This conference, I know we said we weren't going to talk about this, but this is, I'm giving this the stamp of my sicko division of the year. <laughs> um, and I am going to love this division to no end because there's just so many quirks in this division. Now, Luke, I, I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I predicted the Saints to win the Super Bowl last year. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's who I had to win the Super Bowl last year. Um, that was I, – I think I, now that you say that, I think that was right because you were big I, on Jameis. I was, um, that was very much based on Jameis playing. Obviously, he played for like two or three games, and they uh, – I think they were afraid that if they did play him – and he got hurt that they would be liable to like a huge lawsuit because he, he really wasn't supposed to be playing. Um, but uh, that's neither here nor there. So they probably rich, did right? the right thing and actually didn't play him last year. His back, actually, I think. No. Um, but now this is maybe the only line that me and you discussed before the show. And uh, you're right. It's a very thick line here, Saints nine and a half. And Luke, I'm not touching it with a 10-foot pole this year. I'm just not not after the mistake I made last year. I'm full with you. I think there's too many domestic terrorists in this country. I think Dennis Allen's one of them. Hey, yeah. um, you know, maybe maybe a certain there with Matt company, company. company. We won't get into that. He, no, he might be a terrorist it, too. Yeah. Oh, we might get into that later. Uh, uh, maybe not today. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know if that's today, but. Anyway, uh, Dennis Allen, terrorist, uh, Saints under, Falcons. I just don't get the Falcons, Luke. I, I'm, I'm out on the Falcons, too. You know, they build this giant, beautiful-ass stadium um, in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, they put a giant Chick-fil-A in there in the stadium. Well, all your NFL games are on Sunday, Luke. You can't even go to the goddamn Chick-fil-A. Um, so... You know, that's a, one of the reasons I've been out on the Falcons over the years. Um, another reason I'm out on the Falcons is they had a 1,000 rookie yard rusher last year, and they still decided to draft Bijan Robinson, who, don't get me wrong, hell of a playmaker, one of the best running back prospects in a while out of college. Was that your biggest need? Probably not. Uh, and so I don't Falcons eight and a half wins is very, that's a, that's way too many for me. Um, I think Desmond Ritter could maybe be a serviceable quarterback. Serviceable is probably his peak in the NFL. I don't <laughs> think that's this year. I don't think that's this year, Lucas. I think maybe next year. Um, Desmond Ritter gives uh, me, and he gives me backup quarterback vibes. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Career backup quarterback. I mean, yeah. like I said, I think he can be a serviceable NFL quarterback, 13 years in the league, probably with 11 or 12 of them being as a backup quarterback. And you know what? That's fine. Shout out Chase Daniel you made a money. shitload of money. It's paid. Um, Blaine Gabbert, um, you know, guys like that. But Falcons eight and a half. That's too much for me. Um, Panthers seven and a half. I've been swayed by not only you, but people on TV recently. And I'm going to go with the over here on the Panthers. And I think I will also have them winning the division. Now, my order is a little bit different than you, but I'm willing to ride with you here on the Panthers. Um, 
I think it's been a while first... since we've gotten to ride the Panthers, but uh, yeah. Hold on. And then I, I think that when I first brought that up a few months ago, you laughed at me. So I did. That was before some accusations, though, as well. I wanted to apologize. We got some guys. Um, and I'm I'm formally apologizing right here. I'm saying okay. let's ride. Let's um, go. A We're big part of that. A big part of that has to do with the rest of the division being unbelievably AIDS. Uh, but nonetheless, let's ride with the Panthers. Now, Bucks six and a half has kind of befuddled me. Uh, I've been looking at it for a while, and I just don't think they can. Ah, I think their peak is seven and ten, which would be the over. Um, oh, that's their peak. <laughs> you know, I I'm, but I'm thinking six wins here, Luke. I'm thinking three wins with Kyle Trask and three wins with Baker Mayfield, and they split the L's as well. Um, Todd Bowles has got to go. I don't yeah. think he makes it through the season. And if they do, I mean, that week 18, I, it's just going to be like a really somber week 18 game with Todd Bowles. I mean, he already doesn't smile. I don't know what that's going to look like. I he mean, it's going to be like the, the gloomiest, the gloomy. I, I don't know if he can cry, Luke. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he has that in him to cry. No emotions. <laughs> you know, I think he's a- I think he's a football guy, but if you can't cry, I don't even think you're a football guy. I don't know what he is anymore. I think he's maybe progressed in his life past football guy, um, which I <laughs> hope I never do. But I think he's over. just, I think, and I want to call him a jag, you know, just a guy. I don't even know if he's just a guy. He might just be a guy, you know. He's kind of progressed to just NPC almost, if you will, in his <laughs> life. Yeah. He, I don't think he's a football guy anymore, and it's really sad, but I think he should hang it up, anything football-related, for the rest of his life after this year. I don't want to see him in a booth. I don't want to see him on TV. I don't want to see him on a sideline ever again. I think this should be his curtain you call. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm wow. going to take Bucks under, Falcons under, Saints under, Panthers over with winning the division. I think the Saints are still going to come in second. Um, and I'm going to go Falcons third, Bucks last. Uh, so the Bucks thing is completely over. Uh, and that's sometimes what happens when you go all out to win a Super Bowl. But banners fly forever. Um, yeah. So at least you have that. So, And you got to enjoy Tom Brady for three years. So Yes, you did. They really got to enjoy it too. So, All right. Um, there you go. Playoffs. What are your, what's your seeds here? <laughs> All right, well, I'll take uh, – I have the Commanders and the Seahawks winning the division. What am I going to do for seeds, man? Uh, yeah, you got a, yours is a little confusing, but I'm going to go with uh, the Eagles at the one seed, obviously. Uh, Niners at the two seed. Packers at the three seed. And the Panthers at the four seed. Isn't that interesting? The Packers at the three seed after all the turmoil this offseason. Um, and then at, at the five seeds here, uh, I'm going to have the Commanders, uh, six seed Lions. Oh, man, Seahawks. Or my seven seed is going to be the Cowboys, I think. Um, over the Seahawks, they're going to scrape in. So there you go. 
<laughs> I got I got some I got some work to do. I'm trying to do the math in my head and I want to put the Packers in the playoffs, but if I do that, I have to either have one of the Niners, the Cowboys, or the Eagles miss the playoffs. And I think that would just be a disaster for either one of those teams to miss the playoffs. Um, but it would be kind of funny if it was Mike McCarthy. So um, <laughs> I can't, that's another thing. I just can't wait to watch him on the sideline, you know, kind of being like, fat from week to week you know like he's he he likes to lose weight i feel like on the road after a win but like after a loss or this is where mike mccarthy's good to be fat anytime any place after a loss and at home i feel like he's just extra thick i don't know what it is but at home which is weird because it's, it's indoors and he's still fat but on the road, after a win, he looks pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I guess that means that there's only one scenario where he doesn't look super fat. But once again, it's week-to-week fat, it feels like, for Mike. So I'm excited to see that again. Mm, that's really not a take. That's just me liking Mike McCarthy being fat yeah. and stupid. I No, I like I like him being fat, too. I, I think if he was thin, we wouldn't like him as much, I'll, I'll be honest. Not even close. Um. I kind of want to make the Eagles miss the playoffs. That would be so fun. But they're just so damn talented. They have such a good roster. It would just be a, a disaster if they missed the playoffs. So uh, I don't even think <laughs> that's funny. I, huh? I, I, I'm not an Eagles hater. I, I, I don't do anything to me personally that uh, makes me not like them. I don't either. I, I like Jalen Hurts, too. I think Jalen Hurts. I Hurt's love Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts. Stand-up guy. Yes, exactly. And what he did in college football, I I love it. You know, the way he stayed at Alabama, uh, even when he lost the job and came in and won him uh, the SEC championship that one time. I mean, and then he went to Oklahoma, had a great year as well, got drafted, whatever. But I, I just – I think he's a great guy. I think they have a lot of great guys on their team. Um, one thing that does bug me is they are like Georgia. They're just Georgia on defense. Um, not the biggest Georgia fan here, but yeah. All right. I'll get my call up here real quick and then we can move on to the Super Bowl. And I think we're going to just skip MVP because I don't really care. <laughs> and we're, we're going a little over time here. Uh, give me the lions as the one seed. I'll, I'll drink that Kool-Aid. Um, I was drinking the Florida state Kool-Aid last week and it paid off. So, um, again, give me the lions as the one seed. They'll get the buy. Uh, <laughs> give me the Seahawks as the two seed, um, the Commanders at the three, and the Panthers at the four. And this wild card situation is going to get interesting because I don't want to. I, I like Jalen Hurts so yeah. much. Your wild card situation is getting hairy, really it's fast. Real hairy. I I, I want to pick either the Eagles or the Niners to miss the playoffs because I I think one of those teams is just going to be decimated with injuries. And uh, you know what? I, I can't. Like, I can't pick against Jalen Hurts. He's just so nice. Yeah. He's he's just so. <laughs> he's, I'd let I'd let my daughter date him. I don't even have a daughter, but I let my daughter date him. Shout out, Coach it. Drinkwitz again. <laughs> yeah, so I I'll get the Eagles as the five. Um, give me the 
the pack uh, the Cowboys is the six and the Packers is the seven and the Niners miss the playoffs. That's my take. Commanders division champions, Seahawks knock out the Niners out of the playoffs. I think I don't know. They're they're kind of a team. They they have injuries a lot. You're with me on that. They they have really bad injuries. And you know, if they lose they do you know, a guy like Nick Bosa or Fred Warner. Or, so do the Seahawks, though. They get injured too a lot, I feel like. Here's the thing Christian McCaffrey, big injured guy. 49ers, big injured team. Something bad is going to happen with him this year. Um, Kittle. Samuel, kind of been an injured Kittle. guy. Kittle, kind of an injured guy as Kittle. well. Kittle is an injured guy. Trent Williams, kind of old. He could become an injured guy. <laughs> um, could be, yeah. Bosa just signed a big extension. I I don't know. I'm not going to say that. Um, but they lose Bosa or Fred Warner. Their defense just gets that much worse. Um, Debo, they really overused him the last few years. He could be an injured guy. Kyle Shanahan maybe on the hot seat after this year. That's my prediction. I hate the 49ers too, so that might be out of spite. All right. Yeah, I, I think that one's coming from a place of hate, but that's okay. It was. You need that every once in a while. Yeah, that's football. It felt, good. it felt good. I'll say that. I did not expect to have that coming into this at all, but here we are. Um, all right, man. So in the you you want to just do the championships and then the Super Bowl prediction sure. and move on to Week One predictions. Sounds great. This episode's getting a little long here, but you know what? It's fine because it's it's football. Football's back. <laughs> It'll be a great episode for the people getting ready for the Thursday Thursday night game, Chiefs Lions. Um, in the AFC, I have going to remember my seeds here. I have the Bengals winning, going to the Super Bowl, and see if they're the one seed. It means the Bills and Chiefs play each other, which means I have the. Ch- mm. I'll take the Bills. Bengals over the Bills. I don't like that. I don't like not – no, Bengals over the Chiefs. We'll run it back. Except this time, Patrick okay. Mahomes has to go to Cincinnati. The first time in his career he plays an AFC Championship game on the road. He hasn't played a single playoff game on the road besides yeah. the Super Bowl. If you Because he had to go to Tampa Bay. But uh, I'm going to go with – I'm I don't know if this works with my seating either or not. I can't really remember because I really wanted to go Chiefs Bengals um, for my championship. Uh, I actually have. I want to say the Bengals. I'm going to have them knocking out the Ravens in the playoffs, and the Ravens got the higher seed. Uh, so I got Chiefs Bengals. Same and uh, Twinsies, but I but I have Chiefs going. So right. I have Chiefs going, um, and then I'll do my NFC, and then you can do your NFC. Um, I will take – oh, shit. Maybe I should have had you go first. Um, I will take <laughs> – I don't know what I the think, hell I'm going to do. <laughs> I think I will take the Eagles. Um, Rematch. Versus uh, the Commanders. Whoa. Is that possible? 
I guess. <laughs> if, if, if I had the Eagles winning, if you I think it Lions, is possible. If, if, you did, if your six or seven seed wins in the first round, then yes, that is possible. This is so Homer. Oh my God. Uh, no way. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I've got the commanders over the Eagles. And this I've definitely got, won't end up like uh, the Saints. I have uh yeah, this time I'm gonna I'm gonna take the easy way out, I think. Oh, but do I? I was right last time I did this. I had the I took the Lakers all the way to the finals or the Western Conference finals and I was like, ah, I got him get like swept. Um Yeah, I still think the Chiefs are gonna repeat for the first time in a very long time a, a team is gonna repeat in the Super Bowl. Um so there you go. You know what? You can't go wrong with that, though. It's all, yeah. It's a safe pick all the way through. Um, I think they're going to get it all figured out. I, I just want to point this out. I think they're going to get it all figured out when it's all said and done. I think Chris Jones is going to be on the roster for this season. I think Travis Kelsey at the end of the road is probably going to have like 1,500 yards receiving somehow. He might miss a few games. I don't even know how that's going to work. Um, and I think they may have a secret, secret weapon in Justin Rost. Uh, shout out Justin Rost. Uh, yeah. Justin Rost, obviously. Maybe. But... He's, still, he's still a free agent in our fantasy league, though. I've been I've been eyeing him for quite a few days oh, now. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> he's just like, yeah. whoever picks him up, the whole league's going to go, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just waiting. Uh Man, I got a I got a dilemma here in the NFC. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. I got the Lions as the one seed. You know what? I'll I'll go. I think the Panthers are gonna beat the Eagles in the playoffs. I think the Panthers are gonna go to the divisional round, and then who are they gonna play? I see. I got the Seahawks and the Commanders winning the division. God, what what the hell did I? I got a little too excited. I think. <laughs> um. We'll go. We'll go Lions in in the NFC Championship against uh, 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 the Panthers. Yeah, either the Packers or Cowboys upset. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't really care at this point. But Packers or Cowboys win a game. You've got Bryce Young having Cam Newton like success plus some in his rookie year, don't you? Oh yeah. I think they're going to get some lucky breaks in the postseason. Um, and then, you know what? Let's send the Lions to the Super Bowl. Let's do oh, it. Oh, yeah. You are, you're, you're in the Kool-Aid. You're not even drinking. You're living in the Kool-Aid. I, on both I am, I am, I am I Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid man right now. You are the Kool-Aid man. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm breaking through a wall here. Uh, but then, obviously, I have the Bengals winning over the Lions. I, I think if that – if if the Bengals Lions happens, I think it has to be Bengals. <laughs> I mean, they're just they're going to yeah. be so more. The Lions are just going to be a happy to be there type of, you know, they finally break the curse or whatever. Man, that's the Lions have oh won one playoff game since 1957. Yeah. That's almost everyone that is living right Not now. Out JFK. Yeah. So yeah. Since JFK died, they've won one playoff game, and I have them winning two this year. Yeah. I and you know what, Luke? I if that Super Bowl happens, I'll be okay with it. 
in the sense of, well, first off, I wouldn't be okay with it because I hate the Bengals. But like the past few times, like when it, like when it was Bengals Rams, I was just conflicted to no end. Um, you know, on who to root for. I can root for the Lions. I can root the hell out of the Lions to win that game. And fun thing to point out, that'd be whoever wins that game, that's their first big bowl. That's their first Super Bowl. So uh, uh, I think both of them have won championships, NFL championships, but um, never a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. God, that's so stupid. Why am I picking two teams who've never won a Super Bowl playing against each other? That's so dumb. I, I mean, we ha- I have a team in there, though, as well, at the same time that their win total is six and a half. So, you know. <laughs> it's true. Grain of salt here. With a grain of salt, uh, that's what you got to take it with, with yep. our picks here. Hey, you get you got to throw a little bit of – you got you to gotta go out on a limb here if you want to be successful in the media business, right? If they're, if they're right, they'll I mean, look at you like a profit. If you're wrong, then they'll look at you like they look at you now as an idiot, so – yeah, um, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really change anything. All right, so we are at an hour twenty. So I, we do one thing. We do have to do is we have to run through the week one predictions here. Um, my hope is to not really have a lot of explanation behind them because it's week one. So it's kind of just like a well, uh, we'll pick this based off vibes. Um, if you remember how we did it last year, one person this week it's going to be Cam, but we'll alternate it gets to pick. And the other person gets two vetoes. Um, this week, since it's week one, you get four vetoes, though. And the other person gets two reverse vetoes. They can cancel out the veto, kind of like in Congress, like if the president vetoes something, if two-thirds of Congress, they can just, you know, be like F you and overrule it. That's kind of what the reverse veto is. Um, so, yeah, Cam, you're first up. Give me your picks. Um. I don't know if you're going to veto this or not because you're, I mean, you're in the Kool-Aid. I'm taking the Chiefs. They're at home. They have all this adversity. Chris Jones isn't on the team. Travis Kelsey's probably not going to play. And Patrick Mahomes still wins the goddamn football game. And it'll probably be close. And Dan Campbell is probably going to say something after this game. He's probably going to cry. He's probably going to cry, and that's okay. And it's probably going to light the fire under the football team for the rest of the season for the Lions. Yes. Um, I think that there's uh, so no way they go to the Super Bowl unless they lose this game. If they win this game, they're going to get way too high for their britches. I think that is a great, great take. Also, important to point out, I uh, had to do extensive research to find this one because we're, we're – we're almost said the R word there. We're very dumb. Um <laughs> And uh, we've apparently never actually tweeted out our final record. We just hoped the fans would interpret it off the last graphic here. Oh, yeah. um, but we went 159 in 97 last year. So we're going to try and top that. Um, I guess that is good. We didn't even have 100 losses. Uh, but uh, the only thing is, I don't think no. that includes week one. I think we started week two last year. Uh, we'll have to do the math on the amount of games. But... That is true. No, you're 100% correct. That is a real take. That's a real fact. Okay. I can't. I don't know how you even remembered that, but that's real. So we definitely would have went over 100 losses. <laughs> yes, we would have. Yep, but over 160 wins too. So true. So yeah, let's start um, off. Okay, so Kansas City, we have them winning. Uh, Carolina, Atlanta. Luke, I, I, I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you, Bryce's. Uh, 
not week one though. I'm going with Atlanta here. Uh, I, I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. I'm riding with the Panthers. It's week one for everyone though. And you got to go on the road, rookie quarterback, 1 PM. Uh, I think Atlanta is going to win that game. Yeah. I agree with you. This gives me the vibes of a really low-scoring game that Young Way Koo lines up. They're down like 16 to 17, and he lines up, and they win 19 17. Um, that's, that's that's what I see I happening. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. Um, next game, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Uh, let's go, Cincy here. You feel good about that one? Yeah, uh, I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, even though they're on the road. Let's see here. Uh, Jacksonville yeah. at Indianapolis. You know, Colts at home week one, but Jacksonville's just more experienced, even though I think we both kind of think that Jacksonville's going to shit down their leg a little bit this year. But I feel like some of that's probably not going to happen until later in the year. And shout out to that Delta Airlines flight in terms of shitting down their leg. Um <laughs> Tampa Bay at Minnesota. Wait, so you Jacksonville in that game? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fine. I don't care about that game. So. I don't um, care. Tampa Bay at Minnesota. This is a mid-off, but I think I'm going to take Minnesota because they're at home. Give me Kirk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next game here, we have Tennessee at New Orleans. Okay, this is a shit bowl. Kind of need your help here. I'm, I'm almost just leaning towards. No, I think this is a variable game. What do you think? Because I agree. I, I think Dennis you... Allen, terrorist. We just went in yeah. on, on that. These rosters are similar. You got to pick the better coach. Yeah, and it's variable. I don't care that it's on the road. I, I just don't. Um, it's better San for Francisco the at Pittsburgh. Uh, they did just sign. Nick Bosa, right? Uh, yeah. But here's the here's here's the thing. Pittsburgh has been preparing all week like Nick Bosa was already going to play. Kenny Pickett, five drives, five touchdowns here in the preseason, week one at home. Give me the Berg, Luke. What are you thinking? I, I'm all in. I like Mike Tomlin. And I – like I just – I think the 49ers have to lose these types of games. They're going to miss the playoffs. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm with you. All right. Uh, Arizona at Washington. Easy Let's pick. go. Haliban. Yep. I love that. I love that we're both in the Haliban. That makes me so happy. <laughs> that, it's um, it's going to be bad, though. It's, it's I, That makes me feel No, even don't say that. Don't say that. Um. Houston at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. I can't wait to watch some of these games just go the complete opposite direction in week one. That's always my favorite. I think you have to take Baltimore here, Cam. I I know I did, but it's just like, you know, that's a spot. That's a spot where just weird shit might happen where it's like 10 to 7. Yeah, you're right. One minute, 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter and nothing's happening. And it's like a for a touchdown recovered by the Texans. They win like 14. Hear me out. Ravens blow out the Texans and everyone starts talking about, did we underrate the Ravens coming into this year? And then 
boom, they just lose next week or something. I like that. I don't think the I don't think Baltimore can blow out anybody. Not just because it's it's the NFL. I just their offense has just been like so stagnant over the past few years. And I know I picked them to win the division. That's because I just believe in their defense is always so prideful. Um, and they're just so goddamn gritty. Um, that's that's yeah. the respect I have for Baltimore as a fan. But um, Green Bay at Chicago, I have absolutely no idea. And um, a big part of this, like I said, I'm a believer in Zip and Jordan Love, and I picked them to win the division here. Uh, the Packers kind of set themselves up to lose this game a few months ago. Yeah, uh, when Jordan Love called Chicago, their dad, his dad, pretty much. Uh, everybody has those Yeah, everybody has those receipts ready. Um, I think. Are we reading too much into this? Is I don't know if we are. Nope, I think I might camp. just take Chicago. I think this is Bears. one of their only wins of the year. Yeah, this is this is a game where uh, the Bears I'm are going to be pissed win. if we get this wrong. But and the Bears fans are going to get very high because they haven't beaten the. I mean, if they do beat the Packers, it's a rare occasion. And if they beat Jordan Love's first ever real start, because the Kansas City one didn't count. Let's be honest. They beat Jordan Love in his first real start. They're going to be so confident. Be like, Justin Fields is the guy. This is our division now. We're better than the Packers. And then it's just going to set up for a complete reversal the rest of the year. So, yeah, I got Chicago. Yeah, okay. I'm Right now, I'm one week from now, I'm scrolling the timeline and just seeing the you just lost to Bustin Fields memes. <laughs> you know, the one where he's just sliding in the water. And yeah. then they're going to... This is the team that the, the media predicted to only win three games. You know, exactly. it's going to be a situation like that. Um, yep. So, yeah. Uh, Las Vegas at Denver. Okay, so Las Vegas at Denver, 425. These games are always at 425 over there. Um, I bet Ron would have the Raiders in this one. Uh, <laughs> but I got Denver, Luke. I Like I said, I think this is – I think – what I had them second in the division and their win total over. I think Russ is hashtag back. And you know what, Luke, maybe most importantly, I think this is going to secure at least one more year of Jacob Michael Baldwin being a Denver Broncos fan. Um, he's going to get back on the, he's going to get back on that high horse of his and stay a Bronco fan because deep down we both know, he he wants to he wants to tail the the Bears. He wants to become a Bears fan simply off of Justin Fields. Um, yeah. But this this one's gonna draw him back in. Uh, and I've got the I've got Denver winning here in Week One. So uh, there yeah, we have too. it. I, I will just give a prediction for the rest of the year. I'm picking against the Raiders every single game. <laughs> and I understand I'm gonna be wrong on occasion, but that's I'm willing to take that. I'm every. Against every single game. So, yes, definitely Denver. <laughs> yeah. I always loved last year when we would, even before we would start the show, like, or like, it'd be like week three and we'd be like, all right, we've seen enough. We're not picking Arizona until they do this. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it would be like 13 weeks before they did it again. Um, all right, let's see here. Uh, Philadelphia at New England. Wow. 
this is a big game. Um, I'm going to go with Philadelphia. And this is a toss-up. I don't feel 100% on this one. What are you, what are you feeling here? I, I'm, I'm going to take I Philly. Go either way. Um, yeah. I'm going to go – I'm going to veto you, though. I'm going to go home team here. Okay. I think Bill's going to get nitty I think he's going to out-coach Nick Sirianni in this one. That's what I'm, I'm going with. So. Man, yeah. I know I said I wasn't on the high horse on this pick, but I almost want to double veto it, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to because um, that's the first veto. I think that one should stand. All right, New England. Next one. Um, Miami at LA Chargers. This, oh my gosh, this, the turf in this game is going to look fast as hell. There are going to be some fast people running on this field. Um, this might be the fastest game of the year. I think you, you said the Chargers are going to be undefeated here through the first few games. I don't know how you look at this and see Miami as an easy game. I, this is one of the harder ones. Um, but it's at L.A., so. What the hell does that mean for the Chargers? They don't have to go to Miami? Okay, I guess, yeah. Um, Fly all the way across the country. You know, I think I'm going to go Miami here in a – and the reason why I'm going to go, let me, before you veto it, because I know you said that the Chargers are going to be undefeated here to start the season. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can sway you real quick. The Dolphins are going to have to be wearing their white uniforms, which means it's not going to be candy ass running all over the screen. It's going to be traditional, just the white teal helmet running across the screen. Um, going to be fast. Uh, going to have Tyree Kill. Going to have Jalen Waddle. Uh, Tua is going to, you know, he's coming off a full, uh, off season for his, his, his brain to heal is that we're, we're going to be seeing the most highly functioning Tua we've seen in a while. And I just want you to keep in mind, no candy ass uniforms in this game. The only team that's really going to be wearing candy ass uniforms is the chargers. Um, with the powder blues. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. They're beautiful. Uniforms too. They're, they're beautiful jerseys. Don't get me wrong. I love powder blue. Um, they it kind of stings a little bit more when they lose in those uniforms. So, uh, I'm gonna go with Miami. I don't know if that was enough to convince you, but I'm gonna it go wasn't. with Miami. It was. You, you could reverse veto if you want, but I got the veto here. Okay, I'm going reverse veto. All right. I tried. I just. It's the beauty of it. And was there was there a lot of football analysis of that one? No, but it's no. it's kind of just a it's a vibe game. If, if you want uh, football analysis, go to one of the professional football like ESPN, NFL.com dot yeah. shows. This is not football analysis. This is winning analysis. We'll, this we'll is vibe back. check week one. Yeah, we didn't even. Have, I think that may have been why we were okay skipping week one picks last year. Like we, we missed it and we were like ah, it doesn't really matter because we didn't know shit anyway um, <laughs> but uh, LA Rams at Seattle um, I think I just want to take Seattle yeah me too 
Yeah. Um, Seattle. Although this is, you know, the beginning of the season, probably a very big spot for Aaron Donald to have three and a half sacks. Um, but <sighs> kind of back to the same old, same old here, Luke. Their uniforms are really, really ugly. So, and I hate Stan Kroenke. He wins all the time coming off another championship. Yeah, let's just go Seattle. Um, next pick, Dallas at New York. Giants. So that's Sunday night football. I did not know that. It's kind um, of mid-game to start off the Sunday night football. We say that, but these two teams are probably going to be good. I mean, they were both damn good last year. Both play up. Both. It's kind of wild of you to say, especially calling any Sunday night football game mid to start the year off when we've missed football this much. It's kind of crazy to call two returning playoff teams a mid for Sunday night football, but uh, I'll let you say it. But I mean, um, this might be the heaviest coaching matchup for a Sunday night football game maybe ever. So that I, yeah, those, and the thing about Dable though, is he, I don't think he gets fatter. Obviously, Mike McCarthy gets fatter. We already talked about this. I just think Dable's head gets shinier as the year goes on. I don't know how that works, but it does. Uh, it's just something I picked up on from last year, which you think it would be the opposite. You think it would get less shiny because, like, during the beginning of the season, it's hotter, you're more sweatier. But I swear to God, uh, by the end of the season last year, I mean, it was like a goddamn light beam um, off of – Dable's head so uh especially in that against the Vikings so um that's the best which fat guy should we take here I really don't know I'm almost deflecting it I think I was just gonna roll with whatever you picked I think we just (laughs) take the default uh Giants at home media talks about home team yeah Media talks about Dallas. Oh, is Dak the guy? The whole oh my year. god! If they lose this, you know, it's just Dak's going to take a hurting, take a beating on uh, on on Monday morning. You know, um, you know what? No, let's take the Cowboys. I think Dak's going to have a strong start to the year. Okay, then, I was leaning toward Dallas once I started okay. realizing that what the media was going to do. Yeah, I don't do know Dallas. why that played a factor into it, but it just did. Um, Me too. And this then, might be the game um, of the week here, though. Yes, it is. Hell of a waste. Uh, besides Chiefs-Lions, I'm excited for that one, like, to no end. Uh, Buffalo at New York Jets. Luke, it's the Jets, right? I mean, at home on 9-fucking-11. Mm, I, I think the Jets are going to have a slow start to the year, but I'm not going to veto that if that's what you want to do. That would just be – it would almost be too perfect. It's almost like for America. Yeah, but, I mean, this is – I mean, you have to think. New York, they have all this hype. They have the hard knocks. They have Aaron Rodgers. Um, they have Garrett Wills. All that stuff coming in. They played the Buffalo Bills, who have been the king of this division for years now, still the favorites for this division. Week one on 9-11, and they win. That's probably their peak of the season. You, you have to – that's NFL rigged as well, and I just it just came back to me that uh, script. I hate to be that guy, but 
the stadium's not even in New York. So uh, the only stadium that is in New York in this Buffalo. game is in Buffalo. So uh, I'm going to go with Buffalo. They're going to – this is also – I don't even want to make it – I don't even want to make a 9-11 joke. Uh, but, yeah. This is going to wreck the party, I guess. I don't know. So. Oh, yeah. That won't, that won't be a story at all. Yeah. I so. did see a stat that uh, I'm just going to say it because, you know, DeMar Hamlin gets all this, all this talk. And he should. He died and came back to life. Um, but... Quarterbacks did have a 148.3 passer rating when targeting him last year. I just, you know, yeah. I, I know he's got like some, some heavy odds to possibly win comeback player of the year, which I think it's fair, even if he, even if he has a mid year, because, you know, not many athletes have died and come back to life. I mean, we're looking at a select few list here. We're looking at guys, Jesus. Died, came back to life. And then I can't really think of another one, of an athlete. Um, Alex Hamlin. He didn't die on the field, though. He was close. He was going to die. I mean, yeah. But he wasn't on the field. That's that's true. Jesus died on the field. Jesus literally died on the field. DeMar Hamlin died on the field, you know. Um, So I guess he... Yeah, I guess maybe he maybe that's why he has such good odds to win comeback player of the year. But um, he gathers, didn't come back to life. No, when biased, stayed dead. You know, yeah. it, there's some athletes just can't do it. Um, but Demar Hamlin was able <laughs> not to do built it. different. <laughs> Jesus was able to do it. Um, so I guess yeah. Now that I keep saying that, I'm like, no, yeah. I guess that does make sense. Um, so yeah, and that's, that's the week one slate. You're going um, Buffalo? You switched it up? Yeah, I went Buffalo. Okay. I like that. All right. We have it. So recap, we got the winning teams, the Chiefs, Falcons, Bengals, Jags, Vikings, uh, the Tennessee Tits. I, I forgot that we called them that, um, uh, Pittsburgh, the Commanders, Ravens, Bears, Broncos, Patriots, Dolphins, Seahawks, Cowboys, and Bills. And uh, yeah, that's week one. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be great. I can't wait. Um, and then one last thing that we're going to do here, we're going to do a little bit of a draft. This is going to be a little bit of a, a competition here, me versus Cam, um, and it's for the listeners. So the what we're going to do here is we're going to do a little snake draft. We're each going to take four uh, team total win totals, the over-under picks. We can't pick the same ones, obviously. And we're going to pick our top four locks, quote-unquote locks. And, I mean, whoever has more at the end of the year wins, and the loser is going to have to do a punishment. It's undecided yet. Um, we'll, we'll think of one. It's not going to be, like, too hard, but it'll be something that, you know, maybe you can get, some, you know. For, for the for the viewers, for the listeners. So, Cam, I will let you have the courtesy of going first here. I appreciate that uh, because I do – I think we both know that you are the better gambler here. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, totally. I'm going to 
Uh, God, there's two picks that I really, really want, and I know if I think you might just straight up take it if I don't. Um, but but I just think this one is I can't believe that it's even sitting at this. So I've already talked about. It. I'm gonna take Bills over ten and a half to start. That was my one one as well. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, I got two picks here, so I think I'm oh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the that. Commanders over six and a half. Fuck. Uh, a little a little exciting over there, and uh, then I'm gonna go ahead and take the Cardinals under four and a half. Okay, I needed that. Um, I'm glad I'm okay with that that second one. Uh, I'm very high on this pick. I'm going to be taking under nine and a half for the Saints. Uh, that's that was my pick that I was scared that you were gonna take. Uh, thankfully you did not. Um, and ooh, I mean I don't really feel super high on this, but I think I might still do it. I'm gonna go ahead and draft. Uh. Panthers over seven and a half. Mm. Mm. That's not a fucking lock, but I'll take it. No, I I wanted that one though. That's the thing. Um, I I got two more here. I'm gonna go with another under, and I'm gonna do the Raiders six and a half under. Um, I think I I, I, I there's no way no under. There's no way to win seven games. It just that's unbelievable that it's that high. Um, I got a little work here. I um, I got a little bit of a dilemma here for my my fourth pick. Got, I got a few options I could go. There's not a lot that I'm confident in, though. That's the thing. I may just... Uh, Calling it a lock is... Yeah, I, this is... Un- unbelievable wordplay. Like, I kind of want to take the Packers, but then, like, that would just be a – that's just a homer thing. So, I want to take the, the Chargers, too. But, you know what? We'll go Bengals over 11 and a half. I'm not – you know, that's a lot, but, I mean, I have them as my Super Bowl winner and number one seed in the AFC. And I feel like the if they win that division, they have to get at least 12 wins, so – I'll go with it. I had another pick lined up, but um, I just I don't want to win with the pick that I was gonna take. Um, it included the Browns, so I'm gonna actually go over eight and a half wins with the Steelers. Um, so there we go. I'm gonna go ahead and be a homer, and that's okay because um, it's not the Browns. I just. I don't want to have anything to do with the Browns. If I'm ever successful, I don't want it to be because of fucking Brownie the Elf and Deshaun Watson, that predator. So I just – I'm st- staying That's away from point. it. So. Um, you want to do a – tie since we only are doing four, you want to do a tiebreaker like just in case? Yeah, sure. That's fine. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I get it? First or... since you got first pick. But the snake. You got to respect the snake. 
Huh? Do I? I? I think you gotta respect the snake. All right. All right. Fine. I can't remember what's all left on the board here, to be completely honest. But I am gonna go with. Don't I'm overthink gonna... this. One. Just a tiebreaker. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking this one through kind of hard. I'm going to go over seven and a half Titans. Okay. I am going to go under nine and a half Browns. I, I'm going to do the Browns one just in case. Um, I was debating between this one and uh, and the Bengals, but I was like, ah, the Bengals, I, the, I had two unders already, so I didn't want to do it. But you know what? If it comes down to it and we tie in the four picks, I want – Deshaun Watson's failure to be the reason that I win. So that's our picks. May I, the best may the best gambler win. I feel like though if you win off the Browns, I I'm gonna be really I'm gonna be double mad at you. Um so <laughs> But it's the under. I I know, but I still okay. That's fine. That's fine. All right, that's our that's our preview. There it yeah. is. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed it, and uh, I hope everyone enjoys this wonderful, wonderful NFL Week 1. And I, we'll be back with you guys next week. I, I think we're we're going to have a rundown. We're going to have a recap, and then obviously the Week 2. We're going to be back to the fall episodes like we were last year, um, maybe even recording during Thursday Night Football. That, that may have to happen too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And, Leave a subscription and YouTube. That would be very helpful. Um, I don't want to be that guy to be like, smash the subscribe button. But, you know, it's cool if you enjoyed the show. Um, and you, especially if you're a listener, like, subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next week.